0: Happy hour. This is Laird. This is Becky. Do you think we can actually start it today? I hope so. Because we've tried to start this podcast like three or four times now.
1: It's been a dumpster
0: fire. (laughs) Has been like I keep trying to press record and someone comes in, someone you know is yelling in the office next to us. Your phone rings. Phone rings. uh, You know, I I double press uh, stop and record. I mean, it's just been a complete shit show to me on this. So.
1: How much will you guys give us to, you know, publish the outtakes on that first (laughs) draft? Yeah, it's –
0: You know, um, speaking of, still no takers on our little, our little prize. Thing, our that little we, experiment. Our little experiment's a complete and utter failure, which means that the nine people listening to this podcast. Oh wait, it's ten. We we found out one more person was. Yeah. Hi, yeah. Julie. Hi, Julie. Yes, thanks for listening. And um, you've got ten people, and none of them, none, none of them, them. Bit. I know. Uh, it, it's such a cool little thing. I, I enjoy our little experiment. I do too. Yeah. And I ask people, what do you think? And they're like, I oh, don't you know. And I'm like, well, you can't listen. You, you're no longer <laughs> eligible for said prize.
1: <laughs> they probably go, curse you,
0: Laird. I, I know. And then, and then they come back and they go, oh, that's pretty cool. And I'm like, well, you should have listened. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So how have you been? Good. It's been a while since we've done this.
1: It has been. we tried last week and then I wasn't I Build to record <laughs> life got in the way. life got in the way yeah. actually work
0: got in the way i will admit
1: work and life like we were gonna we were gonna record on i think friday mm-hmm. and then i ended up having to work from home that day
0: yeah and then um and then it was like well let's come on the weekend i'm like no they, i think i think after the past couple of weeks I'm, I'm good for being in the office or not in the office and all that
1: well i had said that if you weren't going to be out all week I wasn't sure if you were going to be here.
0: I wasn't supposed to be. I was going to go hunting. Oh, okay. And that completely fell through, it was disappointing.
1: Well, good for you, good- 10 listeners.
0: I know. It, you, you get one extra episode, because, <laughs> because my hunting trip fell through. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, so it's, you know, when we started this podcast, I've, I've always worried that we're going to run out of ideas, and we're nowhere close. But one of the things that I was thinking about is, what happens, you know... Later, you know, if we keep doing this for years, and you know, how long do you see yourself in the insurance industry? I don't know. It's a tough question.
1: I mean, I have no current plans to leave it.
0: Yeah, neither do I. I think that there's a lot of vibrance and things that you can do in the in the industry without. You know, you, there's so many paths that you can take in the insurance industry right now that it keeps it interesting. You know, business analytics, um, BI platforms, technology, uh, being on the agency side, the carrier side, the technology side. There's so many cool routes that are going on. And, um, you know, it, it, it's a cool little industry. Yeah. And uh, it's it's geographically agnostic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was part of our original recording that is not going to air. Um yes, that that is one thing I like about the industry. I've seen um people do this where they, you know, move for whatever reason to a different state or a different town and it's something they can still do. There's still jobs, you know, whether it's with a carrier or another agency or or what have you, but that I think is great because there are industries that are more focused in specific cities or specific regions that make it difficult if you need to move to find a job if that's all that you've worked in. But with insurance, you know, insurance is is insurance. Sure, the regulations vary. The specifics may vary state to state, but you can still get your license. Yeah. And you still know the industry well enough that you can find a job and, and create a career in a new location.
0: Yeah. And, you know, of all the people that I've known that have retired from the insurance industry, because there's a lot of people that are retiring from the insurance industry. And we've talked a lot about, you know, getting new people, new blood in this industry. And, you know, but people are retiring but they never really get out. It's kind of like, you know, exiting the mom, you know, you might get out, but you're never really out. Yeah. And you see them show up at shows. Well, all my friends are here. And you know, you're like, dude, you retired with, you know, millions of dollars and sold your agency or sold your carrier, whatever it may be. And they're, you know, hanging out at a uh, insurance convention. I'm like, wow. You, okay. You know? And so people just don't get out of it. And it, Everybody looks at insurance as such a boring, and you know we've talked about this at length. And I've said since I think 2008, that nine or so is that insurance isn't sexy. Yeah. and I, a lot of people have actually grasped on that. You know, there's a lot of people that are trying to make insurance sexy, and I'm like, it's just not there. You, yeah, you know, it's not there. But it's interesting, and I can't believe that we've carried this twenty-two episodes of talking about insurance <laughs> 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 because of that. But it gives me hope that this uh, industry is kind of long-term. So, right, it's it's unique to have a, a a outlook on life that you go, wow, I could settle into this, you know. And it's it's a little bit beyond just being content; it's a- almost being you know happy. I am happy, you know. Yeah. So, it, it's insurance is such a a sweet little industry for some reason. Don't know why. Shouldn't be.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, you're providing a, a product and a service that people need, right? And
0: they don't want to pay
1: for it. Yeah, no. Which is d- why it's not sexy is because people don't want to have it, but they need to have it. And But the the people in this industry are very passionate about mm-hmm. what they do. I think we've talked about that some. um and I think that's what makes it long-term because when there's passion involved, why would you want to leave something that you've developed a passion for? Sure. What do you got today? Hurricanes.
0: Hurricanes?
1: Yeah. Hey, I heard when I heard when went through. Yeah. Yeah. Last week, Hurricane Florence. I believe there's still some remnants floating around
0: yeah. the northeast uh, of that.
1: Atlantic coast. Look
0: through look through the northeast. Uh, yeah. Okay. Fine. Okay. I'm honestly this is this is a cool subject for me because I am a huge hurricane nerd. <laughs> I love hurricanes. Let's, like, let's
1: I, add this to the list. I love
0: weather. <laughs> I love insurance. I love all this stuff. But I would love to sit on the beach if it wasn't if I wasn't going to be washed away by the uh, storm surge. I would love to see this massive, just gnarly hurricane come through. Every single time that there's a hurricane, I am glued to my TV watching this hurricane, you know, hit the coast. And, you know, did you see that guy who got called out for, you know, getting blown over
1: in the wind? Yes. When there are two other <laughs> people who are like walk, just strolling <laughs> like, behind him, hanging out. You know, he, he looks like he's really fighting to stand upright, and there's two people just walking in the background, like no nonchalantly. Yeah, it, 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 it was fantastic. <laughs> we'll have to find that video and put it in the show notes because it was really funny if you haven't seen it.
0: Yeah, and so I, I like hurricanes. I I, yeah. I I like watching them. I will sit there. I mean, okay, do you want to know the level of nerd on this one? Okay. Is that I will watch the – like Noah has weather buoys out in the ocean uh-huh. and I will like look at the data on each of those oh as the storms coming through, like finding the storm surge and the height of the waves and the, and the pressure drop as the eye passes or, you know, okay.
1: You need to read a book called Isaac storm. Okay. By Eric Larson. I don't know if you're familiar with that author. It is about the Galveston hurricane. Mm-hmm. You know, the one from yeah, hundred years ago, 120 years ago, whenever it was correct. Um, And the science behind weather predicting and storm predicting and all of that—you would probably love it.
0: No, I I
1: definitely would. I I, I would need to look that one up. Add that to your to read list because I'm telling you right now, you would love it. Yeah, it's uh, (laughs) so hurricanes. Yes,
0: uh, we're on this topic of hurricanes, (laughs) and you know, but hurricanes are very broad, massive events, and they have there's tertiary like damage that happens from hurricanes. You first of all, they got the wind, then the storm surge, then the rain, and then the flooding. Right. And then the flooding works in reverse because as the water goes inland, it's got to come out. Right. And then you have rivers that are cresting 63 feet high. Right. You know, and that's, you know there 's so much damage that can happen, and water is is the big damage one it damages cars, houses just i mean just think about whenever a water heater busts in a house the amount of damage that it does and it 's maybe two or three inches right and then now do it for five, six, ten, twelve feet high yeah it 's taken out you know roofs and you know it 's in the attics and everything, and everything just gets completely damaged. I remember an episode of Dirty jobs where Micro was going down in the Katrina area and helping clean the houses, and it was disgusting. Yeah, I mean they're they're just trying to gut the gut the houses to see if they're even have you know rehabitable, and it was you know they they find pots with water in them and and pressure cookers that had you know something in it that you know could have become a you know alien life form. You know, it's it it's it just it's amazing how much damage comes with storms right and so you know being in the insurance industry we talk about you know the the risks of flood and and wind damage and all that and there's there's wind mitigation there's wind i mean there's all these things that come into play when it comes to doing insurance for hurricanes and in really any type of flooding event and it seems like a lot of agents miss the boat on what they can do with that? What do you mean? <clears throat> well, first of all, this is the opportunity for agents to shine to be there locally. Right. Um, I, you know, I, I noticed this. Uh, both Travelers and Allstate had these um, mobile RVs that they would park in parking lots, like a Walmart or you know, grocery store. And they were hyper pinpointed. Like, I'm like, just that area got hit by, by hail Mm -hmm. and um, just that area got hit by hail. So that's where they're having their hail, hail review and all that. But insurance agents have the ability to be extremely mobile in these times and they can go out and they can reach out to their consumers. And yes, I know that. You know, a lot of agents are right there in the thick of it. They're local. They got hit just as bad as everybody else. Mm -hmm. But I've heard some really great stories about where they put their life on hold a little bit. And they go, you know what? I know insurance is going to take care of me right now. I need to talk. I need to take care of my customers. Right. And we've seen that. And there was a one of our customers reached out one day and just told a story about how, you know, christmas day there was a fire and the agent showed up at the person's house on christmas day and even brought little gifts for the things this wasn't not on tv right i'm not going to say the agency's name it was just a great story this wasn't for publicity it wasn't for anything other than this is what we do as agents right and you know a a call center well yeah it's great they're going to pull an rv up to the local target and they're gonna service your claim on your car or they're going to use send over a drone or whatever it is It's really impersonal and a lot of you know carriers are cutting costs they're able to um, do things in scale and bulk a lot better and you know to improve customer service but sometimes the customer service just requires someone showing up
1: right well, I think there's a lot agents specifically can do before the hurricane even happens right mm-hmm um, I mean, not all disasters because you can't prepare for an earthquake or a tornado as, as well as you can for a hurricane because you have days of warning. But specifically for hurricanes, there are things you can do as an agent to try to help your customers before the disaster actually happens, before there is actually – claims and damage and and all of that to work through yes you need to show up and be there and help with all of that but there's you know even before the event things like you know making sure your customers have your phone number making sure they're getting prepared you know sharing the information of who to contact if you have this damage you know let me know whatever it is and you know um Making sure that they know that they can't buy insurance two days before the storm hits. Correct. You know, not everybody knows that.
0: Yeah, and and that pre-education campaign is, as you mentioned, a lot. Right. You can do things like, you know, show up and tell people, hey, this is how you're, you know – Okay, there's not even a spor- storm. It's middle of winter. You know, there's not even a storm coming, but you should be prepping for it. Right. And this is the way you should do it. And you should stay ahead of all these things knowing that by having you know, storm shutters – and having certain wind mitigation things in place or having certain things done to your home that will protect it from, you know, wind damage or flood damage, whether it be putting it on stilts or I- any of those types of things that can understand. It. And then knowing your flood zones and knowing what, you know, that once in a millennium uh, flood zone. Everybody talks about a, you know, 50-year flood zone, 100-year flood zone. But really, those are just odds. Right. Right. It really, in the end, I mean, it could happen tomorrow, and it could happen three times in a row. It's just like a, a friend of mine's house, you know, got pummeled with hail three years in a row. They got three brand new roofs, and they tried to convince. Do they still have insurance? Do, yeah, they do because that's not their. You
1: know, it's not their fault that they do that. I don't know. I got. I had two new roofs in two years, and my carrier was like. You have another event, and we're going to well not renew you. The entire
0: neighborhood didn't get renewed, if that's the case, yeah, because it got pummeled. And you know, I kept going. Well, why don't you? On the second time, I'm like, why don't you try to convince them to put a metal roof on? And. They're like, well, they just won't pay for it and all that, and then sure enough, a year (laughs) a year later, it happens. I mean, insurance companies should actually look at this, and I know that the numbers just don't play out, and it just doesn't work that way. But it should be like, listen, if we're going to replace your roof in a hail-prone area, we're going to do it with a metal roof, right? We're gonna, you know, let's stop this single, this you know, putting shingles on and composite shingles, and let's just put a metal roof on because I've got a metal roof on my house. It starts hailing. It's like, you know, go out there, go outside with a scotch and, you know, listen to the nice pings on the roof and everything and send videos of lightning and, you know, people going, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the middle of the night. Yeah, yeah that, that's uh, – but, you know, it, it's – there's a – and I just don't worry about it anymore. Yeah. it's And that roof is now um, nearing 30 years old. Wow. and looks good you go up there you know look closely at it sure it looks like a golf ball because it's been pelted by hail for 30 years but never once has one gone through Interesting. and you know and cosmetically the way that it looks you can't tell that it's dinged up yeah and so uh, but back to how agents can help and you know i uh, heard another agency that you know their their phone lines, their servers, everything was down. Well, they also they had all of their stuff on the cloud, mm-hmm. so really their servers were not even used anymore. They forwarded that they had uh, voice over IP phones, so they forwarded the phone numbers not to their cell phone, but actually to an app on their cell phone that mm-hmm. they could answer their phone lines. Yeah, and then finally they did they used an automated marketing technology that did an outbound phone tree that said, "Hey." You know, a tornado just hit the massive area and all that. Um, you know, it's from this insurance agency, just making sure that everything's okay. It's totally automated, and it says um, if you have a claim that you need to make, press one. If press two, if you don't, and thank, you and that goes into thank you for your business and all that. And then zero would transfer them to the phone phone line. But then you press one. It's like, well, if your if your claims, you know, if your current carrier is in is. SafeGo or travelers or whatever whatever it was. And then you press one of the buttons and then it would actually just drop you directly to the claim lines. So it was almost like a proactive outbound campaign right. that was after the fact. Right. So there's a lot of great things that you can do before, during, and after a storm that I'm hoping that like a lot of people will grasp on to.
1: Right. Well we've been we've been kind of focusing on on personal lines, but I think even commercial agents have things that they can do. Um, to help their their customers, right? Because businesses need to have a continuity plan for when disasters affect them. So as an agent, you can work with your customer base leading up to storm season, specifically for hurricanes, and helping them have those plans in place, right? Making sure they have emergency kits, mhm you know, making sure your, your personal lines customers have emergency kits. So, you know, and making sure your your business, your commercial insurance customers have – are backing up their data off-site, right? That they're not relying on servers that are in their premises. That hurricane comes through and their business floods. All of that stuff is lost.
0: Yeah. Well, that's one – you know, that, that had – That's exactly one thing that I think that the insurance industry, it doesn't have fully yet that I think is a great idea that someone's going to steal and take from everybody. But insurance companies should get into the data protection business. They should, you know, ink deals with backup solutions, data warehouses and all that where you get discounts if your data is backed up into those into those facilities. Yeah. And using them so that they know it's getting backed up. Now it's not always precise and all that. But you know, having the ability to restore because that's going to be the biggest damage to any any business is losing your data. I mean heck, I mean even a, a data breach, just a data breach can sink fifty percent of businesses. And so just think about something more massive than that where you have to replace all the computers and, you know, you're putting people out and the phone lines don't work. Your internet connection doesn't work. All these things just get you in a spot where it's hard to for, for you to recover and that leans on the insurance companies to pay for that. Yeah. But, uh, you know – it's, uh, it's amazing. Uh, for for us, our, our biggest thing that we need is an internet connection. It was like, all right, we need two internet connections because if someone goes out there – remember that time that we just had someone out here just kept digging up phone lines? Oh, yeah. I mean, we were down for a couple weeks. I mean, on and off for weeks. And I mean – Our phone lines were down. Our internet was down. I mean we were using cell phones to conduct business, to do – to actually link up to the internet, to push updates. I mean you were – it was pretty bad. Yeah. And it was just some crew that was out front digging and and cutting fiber lines. What was odd is that they were pulling – I did find out what all that was going on. You know that data center um, over there off of uh, Frankfurt? Uh Uh-huh. That that uh, Cyrus One or whatever it is, yeah, they were pulling a brand new fiber line for that. So it's kind of like you know, well, all right. So you cut my internet for weeks to build a faster pipe to your data center. I'm like, all right, I'm a little grumpy about that. (laughs) So you know, disasters can be in the form of much more than just a just a uh, a hurricane. Yeah, be someone out there with a backhoe. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's interesting to see you know, how North Carolina and South Carolina have come together as, as a group. And, you know, in today's, today's world, <clears throat> you know, there's a lot of decisiveness. There's a lot of bad things. People, you know, very polarizing. Yeah. Republican, Democrat, you know, it, whatever it is from every, every standpoint of politics, and, you know, I, I was reading an article and it made perfect sense is that the day that this country was most together was 9 12 01. Yep. We were, we were together. And it's really nice to see that whenever these things happen, in the immediacy after it, politics kind of takes a backseat. You know, it's about people. It's about making sure everybody is all right. And it restores a little bit of faith in humanity for me. Yeah. Because – and again, I go back to insurance agents. They're the the personal touch of the industry. And, you know, whenever these events happen, you see the best of humanity. Now, six weeks, two months, three months from now, you know, it will be politicized, you know. Yeah. It will be global warming. This it will be. It will be that. Oh well, FEMA didn't respond fast enough, or whatever. It's going to be all over the place. But it's it's nice to see at this time people coming together and actually being human.
1: Yeah, that's what this industry is, right? It's helping other people. That's bottom line. What everybody's doing. And it's one of the things when we talk
0: about. Everybody going to conventions is that it's, you see it even a lot of times you see it where people are helping their competitors. They're helping the rest of the industry survive right and grow. And so it, that's, you know, kind of bringing it all around back to the, uh, what we we're talking about at the very beginning is like insurance is an industry that is cool to be in.
1: Out, outside the industry, it's people would not agree with us, but I think, I think, we would have a majority agree with us from.
0: Well, everybody equates insurance to the Ned Ryerson from uh, groundhog day. Yeah. <laughs> Ned, Ned, the head Ryerson. Remember me, you know, um, trying to sell life insurance, but in the end, <clears throat> it's, uh, it's really whenever you're in the industry, there's a lot of great people and met a lot of great people. It just, it got me thinking, I don't know. I guess I was in the shower thinking <laughs> about it, thinking about working. <laughs> And you get down and you just start thinking about it and and where you want to be in the next 10, 15 years. And, you know, I I really think I want to be here in the insurance industry because of the ability to help people, the ability that – to be there in a time of need and be there in a a disaster and making sure that you maintain that personal human touch that makes this industry unique. And also one of the reasons that I think just doing everything through call centers while great, you know, process and and business wise, we really need to make sure that uh, we're maintaining that personal touch in the industry.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Cause I mean, have you, how much have you
1: interacted with your local independent agent? generally once a year at renewal time
0: and and you're one of those people that like reach out
1: on renewal time going hey it's no, time No actually go. they reach out to me. Oh that's even better. Yeah she she emails me and says you know you're you're up for renewal here's what you were paying with this carrier I here's you know you you're not going to get much of a better rate by switching or you know this is a better rate over here or, you know and we talk go back and forth about the coverage and uh, you know what we want to do for the next year, but you know she reaches out proactively to me. That's at fa- renewal.
0: That's fantastic. You should ask her if she wants to sponsor a show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I should.
0: But uh, it, a lot of agencies do not do that. Yeah, they. You know, and, and they're reactive and not proactive, that they don't have something going, hey, this, this policy changed by X amount, reach out and talk to the person or re-rate them automatically. Mm-hmm. Just that, that technology is available. That's out there. And the technology to make agencies work better and to be able to spend less time you know, servicing the stuff that they don't need to be servicing and providing that real value long-term to the industry. That's what this industry needs. Yeah. What are you doing this weekend?
1: It's my husband's high school reunion. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) So I missed his 10-year reunion because I was in a wedding and, uh, so in that wedding was in Portland and we had only just started dating. So, you know, it, he didn't want to go to the wedding with me and I didn't want to go to his, <laughs> didn't want to go to his reunion. So it worked out. Um, but according to him, his tenure was a, whole, a lot of fun. Way more fun than mine was. So, you know, I think I think we'll have fun. What are you doing?
0: Not going to my <laughs> high school reunion. <laughs> I've yet to be to one. I've never gone to one.
1: That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, just. I'm not going to my next one. Why not? Because the first one was
0: lame. Oh, was it like the traditional one that you'd see on TV, the tables in the gym?
1: No, no, it was at a bar in downtown Fort Worth, Mm -hmm. which was, it was a cool venue. It was, it just seemed that, um, the people who organized it only focused on a portion of our class.
0: Oh, didn't go for the full gamut.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it just wasn't as much fun. I went to a junior high reunion. You had a junior high reunion. They just got together after a
0: certain amount of time. And then you, you go, wow. It, you know, some people are the same. Some people are completely different. Yeah. And I, that's the only reason that, you know, I would go is more of the scoreboard, mm. you know, like, Oh, that guy was going to be really popular. Or, that guy was going to go far. Or, she was going to do that. And then didn't, you yeah. know, and you know, there, there's a there's a guy that was just always quiet, and just never really did anything. Now he's like, you know, uh, in politics. I'm like, I didn't see that one coming at all. <laughs> like that, that was from left field. Yeah. But now this uh, this weekend going to be uh, at a trade show.
1: Oh yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah, and so <clears throat> one of my first trade shows that I've truly been at. This year, you know, I like,
1: normally go to that show too, and I'm I won't be there.
0: Correct. You'll be you'll be in the northwest.
1: Yeah, through through today. Oh, you leave today.
0: Yeah. Oh, have fun at that. <laughs> uh, it's um, I'm I'm. It's been a really busy busy year, and I, I think that I've seen that for everybody that's been out there is that it's every it seems like technology and all this supposed to make our life easier and better. And it seems to have connected us so much now that there's so much to do and there's so much that you need to keep up with. And so I'm still waiting for technology to make my life easier. It has just, (laughs) just spend more money on Amazon. How much money do you spend on Amazon? Do you use Amazon? I do. I mean, I don't, I don't know whatever companies pass the trillion mar- dollar mark and, I, and now 2
1: have is that not insane
0: i i, I start to real question like you know w- we need to shuttle some cash around because it's going to end up becoming like uh you know wally
1: well or, it's like what four companies probably make up how much of the gdp
0: i have no clue but i would say it's probably a good percentage yeah which is crazy it's
1: Between Amazon, Google, Facebook, and Microsoft. And Apple. And Apple. Yeah, Yeah. sorry,
0: five. Yeah. And so, yeah.
1: I'm ready. I'm ready for a vacation. I'm ready for weather to be cooler and all that. Oh, yes. We had a week last week where it was rainy or cloudy. So we were only in the 80s and it was awesome. And now we're back in the 90s. (laughs) Feels like August again.
0: See, and, and that. I want to go out and do stuff. Like, I want to go out for a run. I want to go kayaking. I want to do all these things, but I. It's
1: just so hot. I don't want to go. <laughs> well, there's this um, beer garden in the colony, I think, uh, that's also a dog park. And I have been dying to. I want to go so bad, but it's so hot that I don't want to go and sit outside.
0: And then the second it cools off, everybody else will have the exact same idea and yeah. they'll be there.
1: I know, I know. So I don't know. You know,
0: the one thing about this show that I'm going to this weekend, it always falls in the same weekend as Oktoberfest here in Addison.
1: Oh yeah. Hmm. <laughs>
0: and, the, and the and the balloon festival and everything
1: yeah everything is this, but weekend. it's not your birthday it's
0: not my birthday nothing's ever it's usually
1: birthday. it's usually the weekend of your birthday too i know, know.
0: they've they pushed it back for some reason so maybe
1: know, to, maybe so you can have your birthday not be at the show
0: I, I would hope so it was fun that one year that it was at the show though yeah the two years it was at the show all right well let's uh get out of here
1: all right uh don't forget to subscribe on stitcher or itunes google play spotify yeah i forgot about spotify um you know
0: if you have have any questions or comments about hurricanes yes uh, you can always reach out to us at uh, contact at com. if you enjoy this podcast you should definitely tweet about it and use the hashtag insurance happy hour and uh, Becky's on there as Becky L. Schroeder, and I am at L. Ricksford.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: I think it's about time.
1: It is. All right. Well, as always, thanks for listening.
0: So you think a lot in the shower?
1: That's next week's episode.